it can be easy for our Thanksgiving to be kind of bland. In our 700 seconds, we will continue our series in the Psalms of Thanksgiving. In this episode, we will hear in the 100th Psalm an invitation to not only be fully engaged, but to even be loud. I hope that we will be encouraged to express our gratitude fully rather than part-heartedly. May the Lord lead us into a thanksgiving that is excited to express gratitude for the forming and the filling that God continually brings us. You're listening to 700 Seconds in a Psalm with Dr. DJ Freemeyer. This is a production of djbiblecoaching.com. Let's turn to today's psalm and dive in. What comes to your mind when you hear the word thanksgiving? For the composer or composers of the 100th Psalm, what comes to mind is an invitation to be active and loud. The 100th Psalm is a plucking for thanksgiving. Our views of thanksgiving can be static or dull, but the act of plucking a string is so that the string becomes active and produces sound by its frenetic vibrations. That is what the 100th Psalm aims to do for us. The psalm itself begins with three calls to an active sound of thanksgiving. The calls are to yell, to serve, and to come. Yelling is an emotional act in which we summon our energy to make our voices loud. We must care about something to yell. We are invited to become emotional about the Lord. The psalm mentions yelling so loudly that our yells for the Lord resound through all the earth. That is a loud yell. Yelling shows that our emotions are fully participating in the act of giving thanks for the Lord. The invitation to be fully engaged involves more than just our voices. The 100th Psalm calls for all of our bodies to be active in serving the Lord. Serving involves our lips as we ask someone how we can serve. It involves our ears as we listen to the response. It involves our minds to plan for the service. It involves our eyes to look. It involves our hands reaching out. It involves our feet stepping into the act of service. And it even involves our noses as we inhale breaths that are needed to serve. Serving takes all of us. Yet serving can be done begrudgingly or with frustration or even spite. That is not a serving out of thanksgiving. Because a serving out of thanksgiving is done in gladness. The psalm invites us to be glad that we have opportunities to serve the Lord. Think about the most powerful or awe-inspiring person alive today that you would love to be around and consider it an honor to serve that person. Even the most famous person in the entire world throughout history could not compare to the Lord of all the universe. And here we are with an opportunity to serve the Almighty, the eternal Lord of all. And that invitation is not just to serve the Lord at a distance. The Lord is inviting you and me to come right before the faces of the Lord. This invitation to come close is better than an invitation to the most exclusive club or a priceless party or an expensive sporting event or a prestigious performance or an honored award ceremony or even a gorgeous gallery. Whatever might make us shout for joy because we got that invite, well, this invite can top every single one. Imagine being face-to-face with the most powerful being in the universe. In the psalm, the word faces is plural. 
As the love of the Lord is expressed to us, the faces of the Lord change. We can encounter the Lord's kind face, the Lord's excited face, the Lord's pleased face, and many more faces. We do well to remember that this intimate invitation is with the all-powerful creator of all good and beautiful things. What an invite and what a calling. After these three calls, the psalm gives three reasons for why we should respond. The first reason is knowledge. What knowledge do you have about the Lord? Well, whether you know a lot about the Lord or just a few stories about what the Lord has done, any knowledge about the Lord is enough to give thanks, isn't it? Even just the recognition that we serve a loving Lord who wants to be known, that's reason enough. It's like when you have someone you just love being around because you cannot wait to get to know that person more. The only difference is that knowing this someone will never get boring or tedious. And the more we get to know about the Lord, the more we recognize how much more there is to know. A second reason is design. Is there something that you have made or designed recently? God is the best artist and inventor ever. And though God could have chosen to make countless things, God chose to make you and me. Each of us is beautifully made by the Lord, and that is a good reason to give thanks. A third reason to give thanks is that we belong to God. And that's better than belonging to any nation or people group on this earth. It's better than being a part of any earthly family. We belong to God. That means that we are in God's care. It is God who provides for us. If anyone knows how to take care of us, it's God. The psalm mentions being God's sheep. It mentions being God's flock. Every good caretaker of animals knows just how to give the animal exactly what it needs. This is what God can do for us when we belong to God. Is that not reason enough to give thanks? After three calls and three reasons, the psalm is going to give three more calls and three more reasons. The first three calls and three reasons mirrors the first three days in Genesis 1. In Genesis 1, there are three days when the Lord forms the earth, followed by three more days when the Lord fills the earth. The psalm follows the same form. After giving three calls and three reasons to form an active thanksgiving, the psalm offers three more calls and three more reasons to fill up thanksgiving with full engagement. The next three calls are invitations to fill the places of worship. The psalm issues a call to enter the courts and the gates in praise and thankfulness. In the tabernacle and temple, there were beautiful gates through which anyone could enter. And the Lord's courts were where the needs of the people could be met and connections could be made. Sadly, it is possible to enter into places and have attitudes that are critical or judgmental. And the call is simply to enter in attitudes of praise and thankfulness. Praise and thankfulness are attitudes that open us up to receive the fullness of the grace of the Lord. After entering in praise and thankfulness, the next call is to give thanks. This act is self-explanatory. Giving thanks involves giving something to the Lord. That something can be an object, a product, it can be time, it can be words, it can be costly, it can be spontaneous, it can be ornate. It can be as simple as saying thank you. From young to old, all of us appreciate it when we do something for someone and that person gives us thanks. God is no different. 
Well, actually, God is different because God has done way more for us than anyone else. And so it is sad when we are more willing to thank those who have done just a little for us than the one who has done everything for us. No matter how much we give to God, it will not even come close to how much the Lord has given to us. So the call is to be fully engaged in giving thanks. The last call in the psalm is to praise the name of the Lord. Praise is what we give when we think something or someone is praiseworthy. Actions like creating, covenanting, delivering, defending, redeeming, resurrecting are all connected with the Lord's name. From Adam to Joseph, from Eve to Mary, every statement by every prophet or prophetess validates the praiseworthiness of the Lord's name. In praising the Lord's name, we are actually resisting the temptation to consider our own names more praiseworthy. We can try to make our names known, or the names of our families, or the names of our institutions, or the names of our nations. We can try to make those names known, but none of them are as praiseworthy as the name of the Lord. The psalm actually ends with three reasons for a full engagement in giving thanks. One reason is that the Lord is good. Everything the Lord does is good. Every good that is in our world is from the Lord. Everything that the Lord does is for our good. If someone gives us something good and we are thankful, why wouldn't we express that thanks to God, who every day offers us new good gifts? Another reason is that the loving loyalty of the Lord is forever. There is no end to the loyal love the Lord has for you and for me. No matter what age we find ourselves in or what age will come, the Lord's love is strong and will last. It is the pervasiveness and permanency of that love that is a good reason to give thanks. The psalm offers still another reason for giving thanks with full engagement. This other reason is that the Lord's faithfulness is firm from generation to generation. The biblical texts describe a lot of generations. There are numerous genealogies that attest to the faithfulness of the Lord from parent to child, from grandparent to grandchild. The Lord has been faithful to each of them as we look back into previous generations. Some of us can look forward into future generations as we see our children or our grandchildren or even Great-grandchildren, the faithfulness of the Lord continues and can be passed down from one generation to the next. That is another good reason to give thanks with full engagement. Now, having heard in the psalm six calls and six reasons for an active and full engagement in giving thanks, why not fully give thanks right now? How will we respond to the invitation to give thanks actively and fully? What would it sound like for you to fully give thanks right now? If you would like, I invite you right now to give thanks with a plucking and a singing that is based upon the 100th Psalm.
just heard was used with permission by the singwriter and performer Jason Silver. Jason Silver is a singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist just north of Kingston, Ontario. As Jason plucks strings or pounds the keys, Jason believes that melodies and chords that are played with just the right touch can resonate with people's hearts. Jason actually taught himself how to play piano at the age of seven so that he could sing and play in the church choir. His love for leading people in worship actually led him to study performance and music theory at Aldersgate College. Part of his current projects is to put verses in scripture to music, including Psalms, Philippians, Ephesians, John, and Galatians. Many of the songs produced include subtitles in other languages such as Japanese, Chinese, Portuguese, Polish, Russian, and French. Jason loves to lead people in shouting the praises of the Lord. Such a hope actually matches the mention of Jason's name in Acts chapter 17 when Paul and Silas had been journeying into Thessalonica. A huge mob erupts in an uproar and attacks Jason's house. When they could not find Paul and Silas, they dragged Jason out with shouting. But these men are not shouting thanksgiving. The accusation is that Jason has received those who turned the world upside down. This context seems to match the hope that Jason has in turning the world upside down through songs of thanksgiving. If you would like to learn more, I encourage you to check out his website, jasonsilver.com. Thanks for joining us for 700 Seconds in the Psalm with Dr. DJ Freemeyer. If you would like to have episodes delivered to you as they are released, then you can subscribe to the channel or at djbiblecoaching.com.